is happening? Welcome into Sports Betting Daily. How the heck are you? How are you on a Wednesday? Today is July 20th, 720, 22. What's going on out there? How you feeling this week? How was the All-Star Game? Did you enjoy the All-Star Game? I think it's the best one. I mean, look, you talk about the Pro Bowl, the NBA All-Star Game. They're, they're ridiculous. It's a joke. Last night was kind of fun. The, the mic'd up players, it was a good time. So uh, if you had some bets on it, hopefully you cashed in there. On today's show, it is Concept Wednesday. We're actually in the studio today. I am in the, uh, I usually do the show from my house. That's why I've got access to a whole bunch of sounds today. Let's see, we've got the, uh, that's a good one for this show. They've got a whole bunch of music and stuff on here, but uh, I don't know. Either way, I've, I, I may push some buttons today. Um, there you go. What's happening out there? All right. It is freezing in here, too. It is so cold in here. It's like I, I uh, go to Vegas this weekend. I've been talking about it. Uh, real excited. Uh, kind of my last vacation before football season and soccer season. I wanted to do one last vacation, get away for a couple days uh, for, uh, before soccer starts and before, you know, August 1st is really my when my sports betting season begins. And my sports betting season ends usually at the end of May. Now, June, July, or maybe midway through May. So May, June, July, I'm building my models for next year, especially this season, because I'm incorporating what's called neural networks. You can look it up if you want. I studied it at uh, uh, MIT. And so I'm incorporating that into some sports for the upcoming seasons. But also, I bet a little baseball here or there. As I've said before, though, my number of games I bet greatly comes down for baseball, and the amount I'm betting per game also comes down. So we're just kind of treading water until some of these sports come up uh, here in a few weeks. But I'm excited for it. So I go to Vegas this weekend, and uh, well, I actually got onto that because it's so goddamn cold in here. It's like in Vegas, where outside it's going to be 100 degrees and then you go in the casinos and it's 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 45 degrees it's, it's it doesn't make up for it that it's now freezing inside and it's hot outside it's like, just make it a comfortable 65 degrees inside like that's fine you don't have to bring a jacket in in 100 degree weather to go into a casino in vegas and don't worry i'm not bringing a jacket or <laughs> my, my my fiance might do something like that, but it does. It gets cold in the casinos. It's like my god, and then you got to go outside to warm up, and then I have me with my translucent skin. I get sunburned in, in five minutes. It's like on a Space Jam, the first one, of course. Uh, Larry Bird, where he goes, uh, or where uh, they're talking about Larry. He goes, Larry's not white. Larry's clear. It's kind of how it is for me. But uh, here we go. We got. I forgot we got the audience in the. <laughs> All right, I'm, I, I bet all you guys are happy. I'm usually not in the studio when I do my show. It would get annoying. So, all right, on today's on today's program, uh, we're going to kind of continue what we talked about yesterday: evaluating games, how to upgrade, downgrade properly. Uh, yesterday on Tuesday's show, and it came out a little bit later in the evening, but uh, talked about the idea of not being biased, right? Not not rooting for your team or not rooting for the team that, that you bet on. Or look, you can root on the team that, that you bet on or root for the team you bet on, but don't leave the game. Now, if you lost that game saying, oh, I got screwed, the referees did this, they dropped that pass, you're going to go away. You're going to leave the game very biased and not be able to accurately judge what happened. If you make a bet, if you want to be a winning sports better and a better sports better than you are now, you have to be able to watch the game without falling victim to the bias that, that 
comes through so many of us when we bet on a team or watch our favorite teams. So that was on yesterday's show. If you missed it, go back and listen. And today we're going to kind of continue that theme just a little bit more detailed. And I'm going to give you guys a way that you can actually upgrade, downgrade yourself. Because it's one thing to say, okay, how do you upgrade, downgrade based on what you saw? And that was sort of the underlying theme of yesterday's show. You have to be non-biased when you watch the games for the sole purpose of when the game's over, that's a fresh data point. That means something. So we have to inevitably upgrade, downgrade, or keep the same in our power ratings what we saw based on the game, right? So if we bet on the, the, the Green Bay Packers... And we are just being so unfair. And every call against Green Bay we're bitching about, every call for Green Bay, it's like, thank you, about time, right? Every pass that they're, that you know it should have been caught by the receivers, it's like, you know what I'm talking about. That's how a lot of people watch games, and we fall victim to it. So after that game, it, if the Packers played poorly, maybe a good sports game handicapper would leave saying, Boy, we were off, you know, here X, Y, and Z on our handicap. We're going to downgrade Green Bay a half a point because their line is just not looking, or whatever it might be, right? But you wouldn't downgrade Green Bay if you're being biased. If you think that, you know, the referees screwed you and you uh, you had such a great bet, but if it weren't for that receiver dropping the ball, you, you know, you would have won it. So that's what this all comes down to is you've got to watch accurately and non-bias to make adjustments after every game every single week. So today we'll talk about the NFL. How do you upgrade? How do you downgrade? And I'll give you all kind of a an approach for upgrading downgrade, even if you don't have your own system. And actually, today's show is for those who don't have their own system. So let's start off uh, upgrading and downgrading in the NFL. So this, again, is for those who don't use your own system. If you've got your own system, you really don't need this. But I'm assuming I'm assuming you know 95% of people listening, even on to, you know Wednesday's show, don't have your own model for predicting this stuff. So what you should all do, and and I know that when a lot of people use the same public outlet, it devalues that outlet, but I think there's an exception because A, I'm going to talk about a paid subscription today, and B, Pro Football Focus, the, the, the people who I'm recommending everyone sign up with, is I think the by far the best analytics website in the NFL. So I recommend, if you bet the NFL, I recommend getting a subscription to Pro Football Focus. Okay, Now, if, you, if you're a listener and you've listened before to the show, you know that I usually don't recommend spending money on things uh, to assist in sports betting because we now have to make that money up and winning picks to be profitable at the end of the month. But that's more for buying picks or buying for the right to see what other people are, are picking. Professional handicappers, CBS, Sportsline, whatever. There's a lot of them out there. What I think is necessary, though... And something I do and I think you should do if you want to be successful is you have to have a couple subscriptions to some data-driven websites. Again, this is if you don't have data yourself, which most people don't. And I think Pro Football Focus is a great starting point because they do an amazing job in the NFL. They have power rankings. They have position rankings. And if you like to bet college, they actually have a college power rating system as well. So I think Pro Football Focus is the place for everyone to start if you're going to bet the NFL and college football, but especially the NFL. So if you subscribe to Pro Football Focus, what that'll do is help you come up with your opening line. Because Pro Football Focus works the way I work. It works the way many other websites work in terms of power ratings. All teams are boiled down to a number that represents how they are based on the average team in the league. So if the Broncos are six points better than average, the Broncos would be plus six. If the 
uh, Miami Dolphins are looked at as average, they would be rated as zero. And if the Jag- uh, Jaguars are looked at as being five points below average, they'd be at negative five. So the way you do this math is if the Jaguars, who are a negative five, are playing the Miami Dolphins, who are a zero, aka average, that means Miami is five points better than Jacksonville. But remember, that's on a neutral field. Now we have to incorporate home field. And let's just be very, very rudimentary here. Let's say home field for the sake of today's show is three points. We now adjust three points. So if Miami's five points better, if the game's in Miami, Miami's now minus eight. If the game's in Jacksonville, Miami's now minus two, right? Miami's five points better. In Jacksonville, you have to add three to Jacksonville. And if it's in Miami, add three to Miami, okay? So... That's a very, very rudimentary, quick... If you've got problems with that, I really don't care. I'm trying to keep things digestible for today's show. So that's the idea of how you're going to make lines, okay? I'll give another example here. If and it, Because it's not always going to work out uh, to where it's always a flat number five and zero, okay? So let's say Arizona's playing Vegas. And by the way, these are not real numbers. These are made-up hypothetical NFL numbers. I, don't, I'm not, I haven't completed my power rankings yet. But it, let's say Arizona Cardinals are a 3.3, meaning they're 3.3 points better than the average team. And let's say they're playing the Vegas Golden Knights, or <laughs> Vegas Golden Knights, the Vegas Raiders, who are two and a half points better than average, okay? Well, that what that means is Arizona is 0.8 points better than Vegas on a neutral field. So Arizona is 0.8 points better on a neutral field. And let's say the game's in Arizona, and Arizona's home field is worth 2.7, a much more uh, much more realistic number for what you'd hear on, on a weekly basis, okay? A lot of people use three, but it's usually not exactly three. So let's say Arizona's home field is 2.7. They are 0.8 points better than uh, Vegas, well, what would that make them? You can do the math real quick. That would make them three and a half point favorites at home. Arizona minus three and a half. Again, Arizona, they're 0.8 points better. And we are including 2.7 points for home field, which brings us to Arizona minus 3.5. So why did I go over all that? Why did I just spend time talking about how to go through those numbers when some of you already know how to go through those numbers? It's because at this point in the process, we need to start doing our own thing, right? Uh, what does Elaine say on Seinfeld? Uh, it's where the, it's the, 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 the muffin, right? She likes to eat in the top of the muffin. And this is where the, and she likes popping the top of the muffin and she throws the bottom of the muffin away, right? She goes, yeah, it's great. The, the, the muffin breaks free, gets to kind of do its own thing. That's us here, right? We're breaking free. I know that's a horrible, whatever. Most of you probably don't even watch Seinfeld. Anyway, we're breaking free. And we're doing our own thing. We're taking what Pro Football Focus has allowed us to use. And now, after week one, or hopefully before week one, we take Pro Football Focus's numbers and start adjusting based on what we think, based on our numbers, and based on other public sources online, potentially other subscription sources. Because if, if Pro Football Focus has Miami as an average team and another website that you really trust and believe in that you buy power rankings from has Miami as the the 25th team. It's like, okay, who's wrong? Why? Maybe it's somewhere in the middle, but there's work to be done, right? That's why Profile Focus, great starting point. But after that, we need to break free, do our own thing, and use that as a base, right? But we we, we, we don't want to use it as everything. We don't want to ignore it once we have our week one ratings, 
But we also don't want to come back to pro, football, to pro Football Focus every week and just use their numbers. Because if we're just doing that, it's no good. I mean, if you can just go to Pro Football Focus and just use those, those numbers, come up with a good line, handicapping the NFL would be a lot easier. It would be as easy as signing up at PFF and there you go. Work done. So it's never that easy, as we've talked about many times before. But this is a good system to have as you start with PFF numbers, use other outlets, other sources, use your own. Well, I want to be careful. I would say use your own data because once we start betting on our own opinions, even me, it's very, very bad. And, uh, you know, just, just to reiterate, I do this as well. I watch games, I make adjustments, but to, just to be very clear and, and honest with the audience, my computer does a lot of this for me. I'm a data scientist. I've gone to University of Denver, MIT. I've learned how to do a lot of this stuff, write computer code. You know, I, So I have my own programs. I have a lot of stuff that is proprietary to me that's not available anywhere. And it's funny, I've, I've actually come across several people who have said, why don't you sell that? You can make them you know, pretty much do what PFF is doing. Sell my stuff to other people, but it's like, that's what losing sports bettors do. That's what I would do if I weren't actually winning at this and I need to make an income, right? So that, that's what I believe about touts, things like that. It's like, if you've truly found a way to beat the market, which I have, you don't need to nickel and dime people here or there, you know? So anyway, back to this. So I think it's a great way to start. So if you bet the NFL, get a subscription to PFF, come up with, well, look at their power ratings and then look at other sources online, see where you agree or differ. And then once you start watching the games, this is where it gets important. This is what we talked about yesterday. Once you watch the games, after the game, okay, after you watch a game, and before you look at anything else, any other sources, any other websites, anything, even PFF, make your own adjustments. Uh, Arizona, uh, Vegas Raiders. Oh, Arizona played amazing. Vegas played horribly. Okay, why? What can we learn about that going forward? Are we upgrading or downgrading? How much are we upgrading, downgrading? And then we have to go into position groups. So let me give you a rough rule for upgrading or downgrading based on what you see in a game. Early in the season, you're going to get much bigger upgrades, downgrades. That's why I have a lot of my success early in seasons. Across the board, universally, I make more money early in the year because my off-season prep is, in my opinion, so detailed, so tedious, so ready to go. I'm ahead of a lot of these moves. But you'll see crazy moves in the market in terms of where these teams are power rated in the first two weeks. Okay, There's going to be some teams that are wrong, quote-unquote, on Pro Football Focus in the first two weeks. So... My rules are rough rules, very rough. You should not adjust more than two and a half points after a game in week one and week two. So if you have a team rated a five plus five after week one and week two, you can upgrade. You should upgrade downgrade no more than two and a half. So you have a team that's a five. They play a week. You go, my God, they looked amazing. They looked so much better than I thought they would. I'm going to upgrade them. The max is seven and a half. And if they look terrible... Now you can go down to two and a half, okay? But no more than 2.5 weeks one and two. And then weeks three and four, no more than one and a half, okay? And the reason for this is the further along we get in the season, the more accurate these ratings are in the market. So after week four, the rest of the season, I would recommend not upgrading or downgrading more than one point. So think about what that means, okay? This is where people struggle betting sports. Let's say we're in week 10 of the NFL. All of these teams are pretty accurate in the market, okay? We're at the point of not upgrading or downgrading more than one point per team. 
what will happen very often is let's say a, a, a good team plays a bad team. Let's say the Packers, who at the time are plus six, play the Jaguars at the time, who are minus four, okay? And that's a 10-point difference. It's in Green Bay. Green Bay is, let's say, minus 13. So if Green Bay is minus 13 and they win 40 to 3, okay, they crush Jacksonville. At week 10 in the season, we're at the point of not upgrading or downgrading more than a point. So that means the maximum upgrade, downgrade we can get from that game is Green Bay. Let's upgrade them one point, which would make them a seven. And let's downgrade Jacksonville one point, which would bring them to a negative five. Okay, well, that makes Green Bay 12 points better. You add three. Okay, now they are 15 instead of 13. So Green Bay, after the adjustments, after everything, after that blowout win, is now minus 15 at home instead of minus 13. But do you want to know what the average sports fan would say? What the public sports better would say? Oh my God, that minus 13 was up. It should be minus 20 next time. It should be minus... ah!" Right? That's what a lot of people think based on one result. But one result, even though it is important, it's a data point, at that point in the season, it doesn't make that much of a difference in the market. So that's why the further we get along, the more in cement these ratings are. So my rules are upgrade, downgrade, two and a half, up to two and a half. That's a huge adjustment, by the way. Weeks one and two, up to that. Weeks three and four, up to one and a half. And then one point the rest of the season, every time you upgrade, downgrade. Then after you do that, after you have your whole upgrade, downgrade, go see. Then you go look. And compare your numbers where PFF has their numbers, where other power ratings have their numbers. And let's say you upgraded the Packers a whole point after that game, and Pro Football Focus said, nope, we're not upgrading them at all. Maybe you reevaluate your system. Say, man, should I have upgraded them? Should I have downgraded? Or is PFF wrong? See, now we start getting into a whole other category of, of really who's correct here. And that's, I, I, you know, if, if you're just doing it based on a, a whimsical idea, PFF is probably more correct. If you have some kind of mathematical approach, maybe you're more onto something. But that's that's the approach. That's what you should all be doing out there if you don't have your own system. It should be the, the process of use the power ratings every week, PFF combined with your own whatever secret sauce, watch the games, make your own upgrades, downgrades, then go see what PFF did and do that every week. Rinse and repeat, okay? Every single week. The more information that you have, the more accurate I think your numbers are going to be. So find other outlets you trust. But the point of all this is you have to make your own numbers with good base information. So whether that's PFF or some other website, get a website out there you trust and use that as a base. Evaluate every week moving forward and uh, don't ever over overdo it too much, right? The market's never too wrong. And this will happen more in college, right? I do another uh, college, uh, I do another podcast called College Football Tailgate. And my co-host on there, who knows college football better than anyone I know, isn't the best handicapper, right? Which the two things are not synonymous. Great sports fans are, are usually actually not great handicappers, but he'll make the same mistake a lot of you know a lot of the public makes, which is let's say Georgia is minus seven against Florida and they blow them out. I'll ask him the next show, what do you think the line should have been? He'll go, oh, it should have been minus fourteen. I go, so you think the line was off by a touchdown? And like, yeah, of course. Look at the final score. I was like, well, it's not just about the final score of one game. It's about the power rating and what would happen if we played this game over and over and over, right? It's a very tough idea to to to, to digest, but it's it, this is how we want to evaluate sports and move forward if we want to win. So remember, if you want to bet 
player prop parlays and make more money, check out thrivefantasy.com. T-H-R-I-V-E, Thrive Fantasy, or download the app. Put in promo code SBD for a deposit match up to 100 bucks. Prop up, thrive up today. It's so much fun if you like player props. So, all right, that does it for today's show. Let's get a round of applause, bud. There we go. Oh, we're still on the buttons. Good luck, whatever you have going on. There's not much. There's not a whole lot. So, with your Mongolian table tennis, I hope you catch some winners. We'll talk to you tomorrow on Sports Betting Daily.